0: on local now, channel 525.
1: UTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio.
2: With
3: SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. The White House Coronavirus Task Force Coordinator says she is very concerned from a public health standpoint about large crowds of demonstrators gathering together without masks to
1: protest COVID-19 lockdowns.
4: It's devastatingly worrisome to me personally because if they go home and infect their grandmother or their grandfather who has a comorbid condition and they have a serious or a very or an unfortunate outcome, they will feel guilty for the rest of our lives. So we need to protect each other at the same time we're voicing our discontent.
5: Dr. Deborah Burks on Fox News Sunday. The Lincoln Memorial will be the backdrop for a nationally televised presidential town hall later today entitled America Together Returning to Work. It will air on the Fox News channel. President Trump will answer viewer questions over a span of 90 minutes. This is SRN News.
3: This is Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities. During times of crisis, this radio station will continue to be a reliable source of news and information. We take this very seriously and ask that you continue to stand behind not only our station by listening every day, but by continuing to do business with our local marketing partners. It's because of their support that we can be a beacon of strength when our culture needs it the most. Visit this station's website to learn more or call us at 651-405-8800. Mother's Day is coming up fast And wouldn't it just be
4: fantastic if you could win her $1,000 in cold hard cash Well you can do so and it only takes A couple moments of your time You just gotta go to the Freedom Fan Club page At am1280thepatriot.com To give your mom a shot at $1,000 Just past 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon Let's take a look at your Twin Cities forecast From the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center Sunny skies with a high of 65 And we got our two Brad Carlson show Of the Narn starting right now
1: Here is The Closer, Brad Carlson.
2: AM 1280 Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with our number two of the broadcast, we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org, and we are here to take a phone call at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show for any comments or questions. And if you'd like to look us up on Facebook, feel free to do so. Just go to Facebook.com, do a search for Northern Alliance Radio Network, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and give us a like. And I typically will do a preview Facebook Live video on our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page each and every Sunday, kind of offering up a preview for the show and engaging some of their uh, followers on that page as well. It's always uh, always kind of fun to do, Kind of, a, and it also is a good warm-up, I guess you could say. I'm kind of composing my verbal thoughts in my head. I mean, I've written some stuff at bradcarlson.org. I typically write stuff at bradcarlson.org throughout the week, opining on the news, so I've already got the opinions pretty well thought out but uh you know being able to convey it uh via facebook live on the narn facebook page and engaging with the uh viewers and listeners that's always a lot of fun too so we appreciate it uh we do want to get to some uh, national news this uh, particular hour and obviously one of the biggest news stories this past week was uh the um, let me see if i can find it was the vice or the uh Vice President Biden, now the presumptive Democrat presidential nominee, Joe Biden, was finally asked about the allegations levied against uh, him by Tara Reid. Now, Tara Reid was a junior staffer in Biden's Senate office back in 1993, and she accuses him of sexual assault, sexual misconduct. And there has also been many members of Miss Reid's... Uh, circle in her circle that have corroborated this. It said, Yeah, she was talking about this way back when and of course I played the audio last week of Tara Reed's mother calling into Larry King Live, talking about how her daughter had a issue with a prominent senator for whom she worked and she left she had left his office and she wanted to she had great regard for the senator, so didn't necessarily want to um you know, report this, but wanted to get her story on the record. Now, what has happened here, and what a lot of, and what this has really shown is how this issue of sexual assault has been so politicized, and it's egregious that if anything is going to be politicized, it's something like this would be, because as we've established, there have been women for many years who have felt oppressed by dominant male colleagues who, you know, weaponize, uh, sexuality in order to, uh, get them to, well, if these women want a career, whether it be in entertainment or politics, they need to bend to the will of their male superiors. You know, obviously Harvey Weinstein being the most infamous, uh, with the, with the casting couch and, the hashtag me too movement has been effective from the standpoint that these powerful men have been put on notice that you're not getting away with this anymore. Okay. Women are al- are being allowed to come forth with their stories and it has resulted in a lot of high profile men, you know, being held to account, obviously uh, Weinstein in particular, uh, Matt Lauer with the uh, today show, uh, Charlie Rose, who was on uh, uh, CBS this morning, uh, Mark Halperin, who, Uh, Worked for NBC News as well. All of them have been held to account. But unfortunately, like anything else, it has turned into a political issue in that, uh, particularly Hillary Clinton, during her 2016 campaign. This was before Me Too really got started. Hillary Clinton came out and said, all sexual assault survivors deserve to be heard, to to be believed. We are there for them, which is great. But then if someone accuses a prominent Democrat, all of a sudden, now their story shouldn't be heard, or now her story is full of holes, because all we heard during the Brett Kavanaugh saga, when, he, when a 35-year-old allegation cropped up against uh, Christine Blasey, now Dr. Christine Blasey Ford, that, well, women need to be believed, full stop. You know, she has nothing to gain by coming forward. She has nothing to gain by lying. So we just need to believe her. And, of course, Tara Reid is not receiving that same courtesy. In fact, it was five weeks that this allegation came out before Joe Biden was finally asked about it. And this was a standard that just could not hold. Because back... During the fall of 2018, when Brett Kavanaugh was President Trump's second nominee to the Supreme Court, the Democrats had no options to stop this, because the nuclear option was invoked for President Trump's first Supreme Court nominee, Neil Gorsuch. So after that, all it took was a simple Republican majority to stop a filibuster on judicial nominees, a Supreme Court judicial nominee. And then, obviously, a simple majority, as it always was, to vote to confirm. And the Democrats had zero options to stop that uh, Trump's second nominee. And they were basically said, we need to pull out all the stops to ensure this nominee is is thwarted. Well, along comes this 35-year-old allegation of when Brett Kavanaugh was 17 and Christine Blasey was 15, and the allegation was Brett Kavanaugh sexually assaulted her. Even though no one could corroborate that they knew each other, no one could corroborate they were in the same house. And obviously forensic forensic and physical evidence all gone because 35 years old. And yet we were just supposed to believe her based on the mere allegation, despite there being no physical evidence, forensic evidence, corroborating evidence, nothing. And the Republicans even agreed to stop the nomination hearings, the nomination process, have an FBI investigation, have Brett Kavanaugh answer questions, allow Dr. Christine Blasey Ford to testify. And still, there was nothing probative. There was nothing damning against Kavanaugh. So they went ahead and put his nomination through committee. It came out. They uh, ended the uh, filibuster, and a simple majority voted to confirm Justice Kavanaugh. And people thought that was—indicated that was such a miscarriage of justice. We should believe all women. And again, they won't give the same questions, the same inquiries to Tara Reed as Dr. Ford. Because Dr. Ford, oh, what incentive does she have, have to lie? Her life might be ruined by this. She's so brave in coming forward. Why isn't the same courtesy extended to Tara Reed? What incentive does she have to lie? She's a lifelong Democrat. She's not going to vote for Donald Trump. And now she's going to come out and say, even though she supported Obama-Biden, both in 2008 and 2012, despite what Biden had done to her, she's not going to support Biden now. So if you're going to ask that about Dr. Ford, what would she have? What incentive would she gain to have by lying? What incentive would Tara Reid gain by lying? Now, again, to be clear, I believe in the standard of due process. I don't, presume joe biden to be guilty i'm not even saying equivocally that he's done this has he have there been other allegations that have cropped up from other women of inappropriate touching and behavior yeah there have there've been a lot and here's where a lot of these news networks don't cover themselves in glory is they'll then give the laundry list of women who have accused donald trump of sexual harassment okay and that's wrong and immoral right so then why are they those women accusing Donald Trump, okay, if that's your standard, then it should also be the same standard applied to Tara Reid. Well, it's just mere accusation. She has a right to be believed, even though a lot of her stories is falling apart. In fact, she was supposed to be on with Chris Wallace on Fox News Sunday this morning, and she canceled it, indicating that her and her son apparently are receiving death threats over this. But there was a story that had come out that... Uh, when there was a complaint filed, she didn't actually indicate anything about a sexual assault or sexual harassment like she has been alleging. So, unfortunately for uh, Tara Reid, she's undermining her own story. But again, this is the point. We're supposed to take the allegation seriously, and it has been taken seriously by some, but once once, uh, the evidence is dug through, we determine, okay, is there any corroborating evidence? Is there any possibility this could happen? We still don't know. But despite Tara Reed's own story being undermined by her by herself, we can definitively say there is much more corroborating evidence that there was inappropriate actions from Joe Biden than there was ever from Brett Kavanaugh. And speaking of Kavanaugh, I've uh, got some uh, audio clips that we want to get to. Uh, let's start with uh, cut number one during the Brett Kavanaugh saga from uh, fall of 2018. Uh, Again, it was believe Christine Blasey Ford, full stop, nothing else. And and, uh, I pointed out Matthew Dowd's most absurd uh, proclamation that for 250 years it had been he said, she said, and we always uh, went with the, the male version. So if there's no corroborating evidence, Ty goes the runner, then we should automatically believe the woman because they've been oppressed for centuries, which is the most ridiculous assertion I've ever heard. And Brett Kavanaugh warned about these flimsy standards that the Democrats were setting up when, uh, during his uh, 2018 uh, hearing. So, Jason, if we have that, cut number one, Brett Kavanaugh from fall of 2018.
1: I understand the passions of the moment, but I would say to those senators, your words have meaning. Millions of Americans listened carefully to you. Given comments like those, is it any surprise that people have been willing to do anything to make any physical threat against my family, to send any violent email to my wife, to make any kind of allegation against me and against my friends, to blow me up and take me down? You sowed the wind... For decades to come, I fear that the whole country will reap the whirlwind. Wow.
2: Was that prescient? Uh, (laughs) That's exactly what's happening. Because now, these leftists, these Democrats, senators, all of whom have said we need to believe women, full stop, Okay, they've got no reason to lie, they've got no incentive to lie, their lives are going to be ruined because of this, but they're willing to come forward, they're so brave, we need to believe them. OK, we, despite the absence of any corroborating evidence, any physical or forensic evidence, we, need, we just need to believe them. But that's not the standard they're having now. Suddenly they're, they're, they're showing, oh, wow, 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 well, we need to have due process. Really? I agree. But where was that sentiment a year and a half ago? And before we go to break, I want to get to cut number two uh, and we'll get to Joe Biden, uh, his uh, appearance on Morning Joe on the other side of the break. But uh, the Joe Biden of 2020 who believes in due process and says, well, we, uh, you know, we, do, we shouldn't believe all women because some charges are bogus. Uh, the Joe Biden of uh, today, I'd like to introduce you to the Joe Biden of February 2020, talking to then presidential candidate Michael Bloomberg. This was on a president, Democrat presidential debate stage. Uh, Jason, cut number two. Go.
4: Let's get something straight here. It's easy. All the mayor has to do is say, you are released from the non-disclosure agreement. (laughs) Period. This is about transparency from the very beginning, whether it's your health record, whether it's your taxes, whether it's whether you have cases against you, whether or not people have signed non-disclosure agreements. You think that women, in fact, were ready to say, I don't want anybody to know about what you did to me. That's not how it works. The way it works is they say, look, this is what you did to me. And the mayor comes along and his attorney says, I will give you this amount of money if you promise you'll never say anything. That's how it works.
2: Okay, and that's quite in quite contrast. As we'll we'll get to the Morning Joe clip uh, on the other side of the break, but that's quite in contrast from what Biden said uh, on Morning Joe, particularly uh, his Senate records from his U.S. Senate office are archived at the University of Delaware, and he's refusing to allow those to be unsealed. But he's he's saying to Mayor Bloomberg, "Hey, have everything unsealed. We need we need to be transparent." Well, Joe Biden apparently uh, is not willing to live up. Uh, to his own standard that he had so long ago, three months ago. <laughs> 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in by Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go Nowhere.
7: Does your office need a little TLC?
5: Are you tired of all the garbage that Hollywood puts out? Why not redeem the time you're spending at home with your family and watch something that affirms our American values? For a limited time, you can purchase No Safe Spaces, starring Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla. Go to nosafespaces.com to stream the number one political documentary of 2019. Free speech is under attack now more than ever. Politicians on the left are threatening to permanently shut down churches and synagogues. And we can't even open a debate about when we return to work. There is no more important time to watch No Safe Spaces, the movie that the hard left does not want you to see. Go to nosafespaces.com. Use the code SAVE25 to get 25% off your purchase. That's save 25 This offer is only available for a limited time. Send the message to Hollywood that you support movies that support your values. Go to nosafespaces.com today.
1: Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart. Tune in and radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide.
7: Imagine sharing a prayer request from your phone and seeing as those around the world take your request before God. The new Pray With Me prayer app will connect you with other Christians worldwide who have experienced the power of prayer and know the encouragement it can provide. Visit PrayWithMe.com to discover how your faith can grow when we pray without ceasing. Receive prayer. Pray for others at PrayWithMe.com.
4: If you have a need for your roof or gutters, it's even easier to find us online now at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. If you have one, don't throw away our old business card. Even if you go to the old site, you'll end up at thekingdombuilders.com.
2: Welcome back. Hey, I'm 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Trader Network. It's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for all, as always, for tuning in. Here to take your call is 651-289-4488. Get us away in via Twitter. Hashtag Darn Show, hashtag NARN Show. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in, continuing to talk about the Joe biden Tara Reid saga. Of course, Tara Reid was a junior staffer in Joe Biden's Senate office back in 1993 when he alleged that he sexually assaulted her I'm not going to go into the graphic details. Uh, She was pretty graphic about what he was alleged to have done. So you can certainly Google it, read about it all you want. But uh, it was five solid weeks before Joe Biden was finally asked by any media about this. And he was on Morning Joe this past Friday. We'll get to that sound in a little bit. But uh, I have to give credit where credit is due. MSNBC actually has covered this and covered this fairly. Uh, Chris Hayes, who hosts a show entitled All In, it's weeknights on MSNBC. Uh, I'll read a little... Excuse me. I'll read what he uh, said about this particular issue. Uh, Throughout the entire hashtag MeToo era, there have been moments, I think, for many of us, all of us, when we have heard about accusations against someone that we find ourselves desperately wanting not to believe. But because... We have some personal admiration for the individual or their work, or political admiration. Someone on our side. A part of the difficult lesson of the hashtag #MeToo era is not that every accusation is true and everything should be believed on its face, but that you do have to, but you do have to fight yourself when you feel the impulse. You have to do that in order to take seriously what is being alleged and what evidence and what the evidence is, and to evaluate it. And that is the case with the accusations by a woman named Tara Reid against Joe Biden. Reid briefly worked as a Senate aide in Biden's office in the early 90s. Last year, she told a California newspaper that in 1993, Joe Biden touched her several times, making her feel uncomfortable. At the time, Reid was one of several women who came forward around that moment with accusations against the former vice president of inappropriate sort of over physicalness, touching, kissing or hugging that they say made them feel uncomfortable. Then last month, she made a much more serious allegation, uh, telling first a podcast and then later the New York Times that in 1993, Joe Biden pinned her to a wall in the Senate building, reached under the clothing, and, well, you can probably guess the rest. Uh, Reid told the Times that she filed a complaint with the Senate that same year about what happened with Biden. So for Chris Hayes, merely saying, that we should take it seriously. He didn't say Joe Biden is guilty. Okay? He didn't say Reed's story was 100% believable, but he said the allegation is enough to where it needs to be taken seriously. It needs to be looked into. And for that, there was a hashtag fire Chris Hayes on Twitter from lefty to, from the leftists that pollute Twitter for just having the audacity to say that they should take them seriously. Not even saying that she need she's necessarily to be believed. Not to say that, the, again, the former vice president was, was 100% guilty, but that we should just take it seriously, which is a standard we should apply to all of these. No one should be believed full stop. There has to be a standard of due process. Absolutely, 100% has to be. Again, whether or not there is a there can, a criminal conviction can come of this or not. All right, And in the case of, of Brett Kavanaugh in 2018 and Joe Biden now, the statute of limitations, again, I'm not a legal beagle, but I think they may have passed. But nevertheless... There's still the story needs to be get out there needs to get out there and be corroborated, at the at the minimum. So, again, uh, this is what you get for intellectual honesty in the in the lefty circles. That's uh, pretty pretty sad, pretty sad to say the least. I want to do get I uh, do want to get to a phone call. Uh, Bob from Shoreview is checking in. Hey, Bob, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go ahead.
8: Yes, uh, well, I don't think that terror read undermined herself by not giving all the details at the time. I mean, when that happened to her, she must have been shocked and embarrassed, and I can see why she wouldn't give all the details. Uh, like you said, she when she talked to Larry King, she said that she respected him, and out of respect for him, she didn't want to bring the full accusation against him. And uh, there's another thing too. Like um, it, I noticed when Joe Biden denied the allegation his rate of blinking, his eyes changed, the pace of blinking changed. And I, I know that it's not a, you know, 100% accurate science reading body language. And, you know, it might be just a subjective interpretation on my part, but I noticed that that some people... Can't lie very good, and they their of blinking, eye blinking changes, and his really did It's very noticeable. I don't know if you noticed it or not.
2: I did not. I uh, thanks thanks for the call, Bob. I appreciate it. One thing I did notice is uh, when he he's saying, okay, look, you know, we need to take all these uh, all these claims seriously, but uh, you know, uh, if you if you want to, uh, you know, look at the my Senate records or whatnot. I mean, as far as any potential complaints that Tara Reid may have filed, well, it's at the National Archives. Um, no, it's not. Uh, the National Archives came out and basically said, no, we don't, we don't do that stuff here. And, uh, um, and so it's at the, um, it was actually at the, uh, uh, University of Delaware. Of course, Joe Biden was the center of Delaware for decades. And a lot of that stuff is archived there. And again, he was lecturing, um, Mayor Bloomberg about, uh, being transparent, but then he himself, uh, isn't willing to be. And, Again, I uh, we've only got a few minutes left in the segment. We do have a guest at two thirty, so I'm not going to be able. To, looks like I'm not going to be able to uh, get to the uh, audio. So, uh, Jason, we can go ahead and s- scrub that particular audio, the Biden interview on uh, Morning Joe. But it, it's it's definitely out there, folks. Uh, he didn't exactly acquit himself well. In fact, Mika Brzezinski, to her credit, again credit where credit is due, she's an admirer of Joe Biden. Will probably vote for Joe Biden, but she did not lob softballs to him at all. Asked him some. Uh, very uh, tough questions. In fact, I, I do have a transcript in front of me. I'll read one in particular. She said, uh, You were unequivocal, Mr. Vice President, back in 2018 during the Kavanaugh controversy and hearings, and you said that women should be believed. You said this. For a woman to come forward in the glaring lights of Focus Nationally, you've got to start off with the presumption that at least the essence of what she is talking about is real. Whether or not she forgets the facts whether or not it's been made worse or better over time. So let me interject here. This same same courtesy is not being extended to Tara Reid, because when there were some inconsistencies in what she said about the complaint that she filed against Biden, all of a sudden, oh, well, that's it. That's it. There's too many holes in her story. No, it's not credible. It's not credible. Well, uh, according to Joe Biden, it is. But apparently not against his accuser. Uh, She's going to be going on national television on Sunday. Unfortunately, she chose not to. Uh, Tara Reid is coming forward in the glaring lights, to use your words. Should we not start off with the presumption that the essence of what she's talking about is real? She says you sexually assaulted her. And Biden says, look, from the very beginning, I've said believing women means taking the woman's claim seriously. When she steps forward and then vet it. No, that's not what you have said. That's not what Joe Biden has said. That's not what any prominent leftist has said. They have said, believe women, full stop. They have no reason to lie. So no, that's not, that's not what you said, that, oh, well, take it seriously and then vet it. No, that has never been your standard at all. And we heard the uh, audio clip from Brett Kavanaugh that I played last segment, where he said that you're going to be reaping a whirlwind. Your words will come back to bite you. Hello. How about right there? And, again, kudos to Mika Brzezinski for this very hard-hitting interview. Now, in the end, is it going to matter a whole lot? No, because the uh, Biden campaign is not going to actively smear Tara Reid. But there was a story that came out in The Atlantic that has talked about how surrogates of his, they're basically going to come out and pull uh, puncture her story and and smear her credibility. All right? And the, I I mean, the just awful uh, ribbing and harassment that prominent senators receive by saying they didn't believe Dr. Ford's story, didn't assassinate her character, didn't go after her personally, just said, look, we need to have a standard of due process. And for that, they were constantly harassed, right? But yet... They're willing to throw this uh, terror read under the bus, smear her, smear her name, and uh, put death threats against her and her son. Just uh, disgusting all around, to say the least. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Back with another segment on the broadcast. Me, Brad Carlson, the closer. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere
5: attention hard-working Americans that pay too much in taxes how would you like to get an extra five thousand dollars back from your prior year's tax returns family tax will take your filed tax returns for the last three years and analyze them we are experts at finding hidden credits and deductions other tax companies miss even if you've already filed it's never too late we guarantee that the IRS will send you back at least five thousand dollars or our services are free if you get a paycheck from your job. You make at least $30,000 a year. Call right now and learn how you can get an extra $5,000 back from the IRS from your past three years of tax returns. Make this guaranteed free call now. 800-250-4079. 800-250-4079.
1: 250 4079 That's 800-250-4079.
0: Hi, this is Ryan with My Three Quotes. My business is the only free service of its kind where homeowners can receive three separate bids on any brand of roofing, siding, and windows from three local contractors after only one short meeting with me. Well, did you know that free short meeting can also happen over the phone? Over the years, I've had many customers take advantage of my virtual appointments. You know, I've got this down. Customers simply send me a few pictures and we discuss the best options to fit their budget needs over the phone. I can get all the measurements I need online with today's satellite programs and voila! You receive accurate installed quotes via email a few days later, same as my popular in-person process. This is great for busy people and it's being used even more with today's health concerns. It's the best way to receive three competitive bids on the top brands of window siding and roofing with zero salespeople trouncing through your home. I work hard to find you the best prices and quality. So set up your virtual appointment today with me, Ryan, at GetMy3Quotes.com. That's the number three, GetMy3Quotes.com.
3: Social Security is with you through life's journey. Get to know us at SocialSecurity.gov. We are there, day one, with baby names and a gift that lasts a lifetime. We are there as you grow, protecting you and those you love. We are there when you get your first job, helping you to save for the future. We are there when you marry your sweetheart to help secure your new life together. We are there if the unexpected happens to help you see life from a new perspective. We are there when you start your next chapter to make sure you get off to a great start. And we are there when you lose your soulmate to help make sure you will be all right. We are with you through life's journey. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Get to know us and see what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov.
0: Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense.
2: Welcome back, AM twelve eight Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. With me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. Here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NARN Show. that's hashtag NARN Show for any comments or questions. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, transitioning a little bit, this particular segment. Honored to be joined by actually two different guests. Uh, kind of a bonus guest today, that is perfectly fine. We are uh, very appreciative of any folks who uh, call in. We are now uh, joined uh, via telephone by uh, Jeff Keaton. He is the founder, president, and CEO of an organization entitled Renew a Nation. Check out their fine website, renewanation.org. And Dr. Josh Mulvihill, who is the executive director of church and family ministry with that organization as well. We're here to talk to these gentlemen about their uh, organization as well as a very uh, important webinar that they have coming up this week that they're going to I uh, Want to promote uh, Jeff Keaton, Josh Mulville, Welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network, gentlemen. Good to have you on the program.
9: Thank, Thank you. Great to Brad, be with good you. Good to be here.
2: Appreciate uh, you guys uh, checking in, uh, uh, Mr. Keaton. I guess I'll uh, start with you. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, Renew a Nation, uh, what this uh, organization entails, and uh, uh, I guess uh, your uh, your overall mission statement, uh, if you if you please.
3: All right. Our vision is to transform culture by giving millions of children a biblical worldview. Our mission is to inspire and equip the family, church, and school to give children a biblical worldview. And so we do this through a number of different means, but that is our vision and our mission.
2: Dr. Malvahill, uh, as I mentioned at the outset, you're Executive Director of Church and Family Mis- uh, Ministry. Uh, tell us a little about, a bit about th- what that entails, and then if you'd like, uh, maybe transition to uh, an important webinar that you have uh, coming up this week.
7: Sure.
9: So we try to help pastors and church leaders get very serious about uh, the discipleship of the next generation. We want to see them transition from an attractional entertainment model to one that puts the Word of God at the very center of that. And so a big component of that is not only their hands-on ministries programmatically to children and youth, but also training the family parents and grandparents, because they have The most significant influence, as we know, in the upbringing of children, and most churches talk about the value of family, but very much struggle to uh, equip mom and dad and grandma and grandpa. And so we help on both fronts, coming in and helping the church uh, with their hands-on ministry to children and youth, but also what they do outside of their walls with the family.
2: So, have you noticed? On uh, obviously, uh, given the uh, uh, very unique times that we've been gone through the last couple of months with this uh, coronavirus pandemic, and and obviously youngsters having to endure distance learning and the and the incredible adjustment that that has been not only for the students but for the parents as well. Have you kind of maybe seen because of these unique times kind of some extra emphasis on on the parents, particularly the concern for their kids' education? Not to say they didn't weren't concerned before, but probably a little. Uh, extra insight as to what their kids uh, do every day, Dr. Malva Hill?
9: Yeah, and we hope that parents take this opportunity to see what their kids are learning in school because it's right in front of their eyes at home now, and we hope churches take this opportunity to invest. I mean, this is a golden opportunity to say we're going to prioritize to help parents and grandparents rather than uh, I mean, you know, honestly, I've seen some churches struggle to get out of the age-based programmatic stuff. So they've tried to create, uh, you know, recreate their programs through distance videos and other things, and that's not bad. But, man, your your return on investment right now is best had by helping mom and dad. They've got their kids every day, all day now for, you know, we've been two, two months of, about in Minnesota. Uh, and who knows? With our governor, it looks like we might be in for – Quite a bit longer, so I would say sure. if you're a church leader listening, man, uh, do a pivot and what can you do to help help the family?
2: Now, I we we alluded to the fact that uh, you do have a, a an informational webinar coming up. Is it uh, is it this Wednesday, Doctor Melva Hill? Is that is that correct?
3: Yes, that's correct. Jeff, do you want to share a little about that?
2: Yeah, Jeff, go ahead.
3: Actually, it's on Thursday at two p.m. Thursday. I'm sorry. Yeah, we, we just, uh, we, we're, we're really in the awakening business. We want to awaken parents to what's happening in education since a child will spend 16,000 hours at school from kindergarten to 12th grade. And so this webinar on Thursday, we've been running, uh, you know, radio ads throughout the Minneapolis area this past week or so, uh, just helping parents. We think parents are really alert right now. And we're seeing Mm -hmm. anecdotal evidence that parents all across America, Christian parents, are saying, I had no idea this was what my child was learning at school. Now I'm home with them. I'm looking at their textbooks closely, and this isn't going to work out in the future. And so really, uh, our webinar entitled, it's it's just called Rescue Your Children. You can register at rescueyourchildren.com. And uh, we're going to give some information on why education is such a significant part of uh, the development of a child's worldview, we're going to Josh is going to he lives right there in Minneapolis, so he's going to tell us all about what's happening right there in Minneapolis schools and then we're going to give some options on what parents can do if they're ready to pivot from a secularized education to some kind of a Christian worldview or biblical worldview education. We're going to give them some tools towards the end of that webinar so yeah, it's just coming Thursday at uh, two o'clock.
2: Now do you have uh, uh Jeff Keaton, do you have uh, a significant number? Of students already enrolled in this particular program and, and if so uh you know what what kind of feedback you're getting what what is, what kind of what does their curriculum entail if you can maybe shed a little light on that as well
3: well actually so we don't we don't per se have a curriculum, just one that we recommend uh, we, okay. we work with schools all across America we work with we have a home school division, and so gotcha. again our goal is to, through any and all means, help parents give their children a biblical worldview education. And we do have a whole division that's focused on nothing but education, a K-12 education. So we actually start new Christian schools. We rebuild struggling Christian schools all across the country. And then we help parents who want to go into homeschooling. We have coaches that will coach, you know, coach them okay. and help them through the whole process. So it's not just a curriculum. It's really... Uh, again, we have one whole division we call our promotion division, and that division is what this Rescue Your Children uh, program is all about. It's just going around the country from city to city, running ads, helping parents to see there are options, and then in this webinar we give them some of those options and continue to reinforce what we've been saying through the ads.
2: Appreciate the clarification on that. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, I guess let's, uh, Jeff. I guess I'd like to know from you personally. Obviously, this organization is something that you founded. And you obviously having a background in ministry, very passionate about about the Lord's work. Was there any, I, I guess for lack of a better phrase, defining moment that occurred where you said, you know, we really have to take a look at the education of our schools, uh, how our school, what what's being taught to our kids? You know, we need to get this organization started to say, hey, parents, you do have... Uh, alternatives than what is being taught in the public schools. Was there any defining moment that made you wake up and say, yeah, we need to start an organization to maybe help uh, parents uh, facilitate a better education for their kids?
3: There absolutely was. It was really two defining moments. First, I was a pastor for almost 20 years. My first church was in the inner city of Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Almost all the children are coming out of homes of drug addicts and alcoholics. I end up with 150 children in my inner city church, All of them were in public schools, so we literally launched a Christian club in every middle and senior high school in Briard County, Florida. And so it was there that I went into the schools, and I literally saw the worldview battle that was raging. I mean, it was right in front of me. And these kids, these teenagers, were coming into my office as a pastor and saying, Pastor, everything you teach us at church, they teach us the opposite at school. Who are we to believe? And so that was that side of it. And then I took a church up in Virginia later on and launched a Christian school in 2002 and watched it grow to hundreds and hundreds of kids. And there we graduated hundreds of young men and women who loved Christ and who had a biblical worldview. And today they're in government, medicine, business, ministry, you name it. And they have taken their biblical worldview, and they are making a huge difference. So I saw the the, the contrast between the two settings and it just about 2008, God said to me, you're not going to do this in a local setting. You're going to take this all over the nation. And so really we launched full time in the fall of 2011. And uh, the last few years we've helped more than 50,000 children begin a new or more rigorous process of developing a biblical worldview through all of our different divisions of ministry. And so, yeah, that's, that's really what got me started right there.
2: Uh, Dr. Marlville, I guess similar question. Uh, What was your background initially, and how was it that you transitioned into uh, this particular organization?
9: I was a pastor also for about 20 years uh, here in the Twin Cities, most of that uh, just recently uh, at Grace Church of Eden Prairie. And as a pastor, you have a a front row seat to the decisions that families are making and the long-term impact they have. And so I watched uh, as Parents made decisions not only about their family priorities, but education was one of those, and, and I could see the impact that it was having on their children's faith. And so, while there were some children that came out of the public education system um, madly in love with Jesus, there were much many many more who struggled coming out with a either distorted faith or a destroyed faith. And so, uh, began to make education a focus in my ministry as a pastor. Uh, to help families in the public school system, families of Christian school students, families of homeschool students, we tried to help all three. Uh, you know, the, the goal was to give a biblical worldview in all of them. Uh, but as the, you know, the, the, as we've seen here, uh, the, the education system has gotten progressively more progressive, and it's gotten um, the agenda is, you know, it's a very liberal agenda today in the public school system, and so it is getting harder and harder to um, send your kids as a Christian into that setting and have them come out with a strong biblical worldview. If you're going to do that, what I've told our parents is you're going to need to invest an hour or two every night, and you're going to have to read everything your kids are reading and watch everything your kids are watching so you can have those conversations. And a lot of our parents did that. At Grace, and then many of them decided, man, if I'm going to invest this much time, I might as well either homeschool or it's just not worth it to have to reteach a lot of what they're being taught. And so, um, I saw the impact. I guess is the short answer, and it's okay. so significant that as uh, as a pastor, I couldn't, as a shepherd, I couldn't not act if I truly wanted to see my young people walking with the Lord. And so that was that was a biggie for me.
2: Once again, we'll be joined by uh, Jeff Keaton. He, the founder, president, and CEO of Renew a Nation. Check out their fine website, renewination.org, and Dr. Josh Mulvihill, Executive Director of Church and Family Ministry. Uh, Jeff Keaton, we only have about 30 seconds to go. If you, once again, could give the vitals of uh, this Thursday's webinar, where people could find it, uh, kind of get a preview of what they might be watching, and uh, anybody that would uh, like to tune in, uh, probably would like to take the opportunity. So if you could uh, just, again, give the details of that uh, once again, and uh, we'll move on from there.
3: All right. They can go to rescueourchildren.com to register. It's a free registration. And in that uh, webinar, to be about 45 minutes, we're going to talk to you about why education matters so much in the development of a child's worldview, what's going on in Minnesota schools, and what your options are moving forward. We would love to have you there.
2: Once again, yeah, that takes place uh, this Thursday, May 7th, dot rescueyourchildren.com is a website, again, to register, get all the uh, information on that. Uh, Jeff Keaton, Dr. Josh Mulvihill, appreciate the time today, gentlemen. Thank you so much, and uh, God bless you for uh, what you're doing and uh, uh, being willing to invest in the uh, future of the uh, next generation and uh, those uh, young folks that will be becoming adults and uh, making uh, key decisions in this country. We appreciate uh, you getting in the fray and standing in the gap, and, Uh, God bless you. Have a great rest of your weekend, and uh, best of luck uh, with this endeavor uh, going forward. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate it. AM 1280, the Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. One final segment coming up on the broadcast with me, Brad Carlson, the closer. Again, 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NARNshow, hashtag NARNshow. Again, one final segment coming up in mere
1: moments ago, nowhere.
10: Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. Hey, I'm Andy.
6: If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. 88 at checkout that's harrys.com code 3388 enjoy
9: we're here with another satisfied jtr roofing customer
11: what did your home need we needed an exteriors update we needed roofing siding um, entry doors and our storm doors replaced
9: Why did you choose JTR Roofing?
11: After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that they were offering as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR.
9: What did you think of the work JTR did?
11: The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR.
0: Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. At American Family Insurance, we know owning a business takes hard work. From long days to long nights, starting your own business is a dream worth pursuing. We're right here in your community and we'll be here for you every step of the way. American Family Insurance is focused on protecting the business you've worked so hard to build so you can keep moving towards what's next.
11: For details, contact Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency, Inc. Call 651-460-3333.
6: American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin, 53783.
2: Welcome back, am 12, 8, Patriots. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson.
10: Yeah, but nobody
2: searches. Thanks as always for tuning in. Nobody cares somehow. When Here to take your phone calls 651 289 4488. Get us a weigh in look upon your face. on Twitter hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. Hashtag Narn show for any comments or questions. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. Yeah, we do want to uh, get to one uh, final clip, Uh, audio clip. This was, uh, and and it's had more than uh, 5 million views on Twitter. That's where I... um, where I first saw it. This is from uh, former president uh, George W. Bush uh talking about uh, how we can uh, unite during this uh global pandemic. Uh, George W. Bush uh for the most part uh, has stayed in the background unlike um the previous president who's been uh very vocal and criticizing President Trump. Typically presidents pay the professional courtesy of uh you know not weighing in or criticizing their uh successors. Um, But it only see but it seems like the Democrats are more prone to doing that, particularly uh, Jimmy Carter, Bill Clinton, Barack Obama. They're typically most vocal of the uh, subsequent presidents. But, you know, whatever. That's uh, that's all fine and good. But uh, we do want to play this uh, audio clip. Uh, This is from uh, George W. Bush talking about the uh, global pandemic. Jason, cut number four. Here we go.
10: This is a challenging and solemn time in the life of our nation and world. A remorseless, invisible enemy threatens the elderly and vulnerable among us. A disease that can quickly take breath in life. Medical professionals are risking their own health for the health of others. And we're deeply grateful. Officials at every level are setting out the requirements of public health that protect us all. And we all need to do our part. The disease also threatens broader damage harm to our sense of safety, security, and community. The larger challenge we share is to confront an outbreak of fear and loneliness. And it is frustrating that many of the normal tools of compassion, a hug, a touch, can bring the opposite of the good we intend. In this case, we serve our neighbor by separating from them. We cannot allow physical separation to become emotional isolation. This requires us to be not only compassionate, but creative in our outreach. And people across the nation are using the tools of technology in the cause of solidarity. In this time of testing, we need to remember a few things. First, let us remember we have faced times of testing before. Following 9-11, I saw a great nation rise as one to honor the brave, to grieve with the grieving, and to embrace unavoidable new duties. And I have no doubt, none at all, that this spirit of service and sacrifice is alive and well in America. Second, let us remember that empathy and simple kindness are essential, powerful tools of national recovery. Even at an appropriate social distance, we can find ways to be present in the lives of others, to ease their anxiety and share their burdens. Third, let's remember that the suffering we experience as a nation does not fall evenly. In the days to come, it will be especially important to care in practical ways for the elderly, the ill, and the unemployed. Finally, let us remember how small our differences are in the face of this shared threat. In the final analysis, we are not partisan combatants. We are human beings, equally vulnerable and equally wonderful In the sight of God. We rise or fall together, and we are determined to rise. God bless you all.
2: Terrific message from uh, former President George W. Bush. Um, Can't lie, I miss that leadership in times of trial. The steely hand, the determination, yet calm that he brought over the country in the face of 9-11, the largest terrorist attack uh, on this nation's soil, it was exemplary. And it's interesting to me how the people on Twitter who wouldn't have urinated on President Bush, were he on fire while he was president, are suddenly saying, oh, that's what genuine leadership sounds like. You know, again, they're revising history whatever. But then... They're the same goes for the uh, the the hardcore Trumpkins, many of whom didn't like the kind of uh, conservatism that President Bush b- brought forth. And so, therefore, they went to a guy like Trump because they, pre- they thought President Bush was too weak to didn't have a spine, and didn't hit back at the fake news media, as li- they like to call it. And President Bush just rose above it. He had a job to do, whereas the current occupant, President Trump looks to settle scores, and looks to hit back at media who criticize him. Very thin-skinned. And that's not the kind of leadership that's exemplary. We need better than that. And I was disappointed because President Trump uh, quoted uh, Pete Hagseth. Pete Hagseth is a a friend of mine. I know Pete, I've known Pete eight years, and he's on uh, Fox News. And apparently he said on Fox News this morning that, uh, oh, by the way, uh, I appreciate the message from former President Bush, but where was he during impeachment calling for putting partisanship aside? And of course, the president replied, Well, he was nowhere to be found in speaking up against the greatest hoax in American history. You know, this, the, why does this have, why does everything have to be partisan? Why can't you do something out of this, the kindness of your heart? President Bush just offering a kind word of comfort to his fellow Americans. And yet, even that has to be politicized. You know, disappointed in in the president, and, and disappointed in my friend Pete Hegseth. I, I think I think Pete was wrong to invoke that. He really was. You know, can't we just let a powerful, poignant, solemn message stand on its own? Sadly, I guess we can't. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, I've enjoyed it. I AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Godspeed, my friends. Have a blessed week
9: Whoa, look at all these options.
4: You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways
1: you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. From life across America, the
7: Billboard people.
11: Did you know my mom's going to have a baby? She is? Will it be a boy? Or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said, this is going to be someone very special.
7: Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. So So
11: you're searching online for that perfect sermon series that you can really dig into, but you can't seem to find what you're looking for. I suggest you give GodTube.com a try. GodTube.com is loaded with sermons from well-known and revered Bible teachers who cover every topic you can imagine. And there are no shady comment threads or questionable content. Just great sermon after sermon. Hear God's Word daily, grow deeper in your faith, and be inspired by the sermon section on GodTube.com.
5: Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. AM 1280, The Patriot is...